Good morning. Thanks for being with us today. Two quick passages of Scripture to share with you. Uh, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 10, verse 7, The memory of the just is blessed, but the name of the wicked shall rot. And then one other passage in John chapter 15, verse 13, a very familiar passage. The Bible says, Greater love hath no man than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You know, this weekend is Memorial Day, and Memorial Day wasn't observed nationally until 1971. Originally, it was known as Decoration Day, and it began years ago following the Civil War. Did you know that each year currently, on Memorial Day, there is a national moment of remembrance that takes place at 3 p.m. local time? So that tells us that uh, Memorial Day is a day for remembering. There's a day that I remember. It was September the 16th, 2004. We had just finished the community choir concert and I was sitting on the floor in my living room at home when my telephone rang. We were watching the recording of the program uh, from the uh, choir concert when my phone rang. Uh, it was my sister and my sister said, uh, I hate to give you this phone call, but dad just passed away and I couldn't believe it. Um, so of course we made the trip the next day to Mobile. That was right when Hurricane Ivan took hit and uh, there were more blue tarps that we passed than I cared to remember. We got down there, all the power was out. We made the arrangements. In the meantime, uh, Vicki's grandmother passed away suddenly. And so we had to make the trip back up here. I preached her funeral on a Sunday and then I went back to Mobile on the Monday for dad's funeral. Uh, sang at it, and then when we got through with that, I stayed the week with my mom uh, to help her sort through things. When I got home, I was greatly blessed that the choir had taken up some money, and they bought four stone benches and had them placed in front of the current worship center. That's where I'm sitting today, and so it's a special place for me, and yes, it is a day of remembering for me. I was blessed this past year in October, went on a trip to Hawaii. Uh, in Hawaii, we uh, painted a mansion that the Baptist had bought over there and they used it as a youth camp. While we were in Hawaii, I had the honor and the privilege of visiting at Pearl Harbor. We were able also to visit the Arizona and the Missouri there at Pearl Harbor. But on the Missouri, that's the place where the papers were signed that ended World War II. I toured it with Vicki and the Erfurts, and we got to that spot and we looked, they had huge pictures on the uh, wall at the very spot uh, where the signing took place. Those Japanese dignitaries were dressed so solemn. And I wondered as I looked at that picture if what it must feel like to be welcomed aboard a battleship that they had fought against in the war and now to be surrounded by their enemy. We, the, me and Vicki and the Erfurts overheard the guide as it was they were doing a tour that day. And they get, as they gave that tour, they told about the dignitaries from Japan and that they had misunderstood and they thought when they came on that battleship, they were gonna sign the papers and then be executed. Obviously, that's not what happened, but it reminded me that it was a true act of heroism for those Japanese to come on board that day. 
At some point that day, we took the short boat ride out to the memorial for the Arizona. And looking down that smokestack of the Arizona, knowing that many soldiers died on that ship, oh, it was an eerie feeling. I'm told that some men who had been on the ship and survived uh, that day, but later in their daily lives had passed away, had requested that their remains be left on the Arizona because it meant so much to them. Those requests being granted, I'm told that at this point, uh, 1,102 out of the 1,177 sailors, their remains are actually laid to rest there in the Arizona. If you've ever been on that memorial, you know that there's an almost reverent feeling. Yeah, Memorial Day is a day of remembering. We are a blessed nation. May I take this opportunity once again to say I'm proud to be an American. I think it's the best land around. I remember hearing the story years ago about the great evangelist Billy Graham, and he was getting a personal tour of the battlefield at Valley Forge by none other than President Eisenhower. And as Eisenhower took him from one spot to the other, you could see the pride welling up in him. When they finally got to the last, President Eisenhower made this statement at the conclusion of the tour, this is where they got it for us. Of course, he meant that it was there that those men and thousands of others in all the wars that America has fought purchased by their blood the freedoms that you and I enjoy today in the land of the free and the home of the brave. Yes, Memorial Day is a day of remembering. The sacrifices of the war dead have been great. And yet the greatest sacrifice of all time was made by a man on a cross who died not only physically, but spiritually, so that all men may live. And for too long, I'm sad to say that America has neglected and in some ways have even rejected that man. Or perhaps you'll allow me to say it this way. 2,000 years ago, on another battlefield was fought on a hill called Calvary. It was a battle of one young man against all the forces of evil, even though it seemed insurmountable for a man to do. That man stretches one hand out toward God and another toward rebellious man. And he makes the connection and he says, it is finished, or if you allow me to say it this way, he got it for us. Yes, Memorial Day is a day of remembering. So since it's a day of remembering, how does that affect us as Christians? As Christians today, three things I want us to remember. First of all, remember where you came from. The Bible says that we are all sinners, Romans 3.23, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The Bible also says that there is none righteous, no, not one. And yes, Bill is included in that no, not one. There is originally nothing good in me. And if it weren't for God changing my life, I would be headed straight to hell today. I love that line of the old song called, It's My Desire. It says, if you could see where Jesus brought me from to where I am today, <laughs> then you'd know the reason why I love him so. And yes, I do love him so today. So as Christians on this Memorial Day weekend, first off, remember where you came from. There's a second thing I encourage you to do. It not only remember where you came from, but remember where you are now. I have to ask you this question. Has there been that time in your life 
when you invited Jesus Christ to come into your heart and save you from your sin? If so, you are now a part of God's forever family. You are His representative here on earth. You have been blessed and you have the presence of the Holy Spirit living inside of you. Praise God. Your footsteps have been guided. Your words have been guarded. And your thoughts, yes, they are Godward. If you are part of God's church, you have a responsibility to share the good news with those who you come in contact with. When I worked with young people years ago, uh, I would take them on outings. We had a big church bus, and I'd take them to wherever it is we were going. And when we pulled in the parking lot, they learned after a while, don't get up, because Brother Bill's going to say something. I would always get up, and I'd look them in the face, and I'd say, please remember who you are and remember who you represent, because that's hugely important. And I encourage them that as they walked wherever it was they walked, don't forget to smile. Would you want to be like somebody who walks around with a sourpuss attitude all the time? No. And I would encourage you to do the same thing. If you are a Christian today, you have Jesus Christ living in your heart. Put a smile on your face. Enjoy all that God has for you. So, three things to remember. Remember where you came from. Secondly, remember who you are, where you are now. And then last but not least, remember where you're heading. Now, if Jesus lives in your heart, I, want to, I got good news for you. You are on your way to heaven. Rest assured that God has prepared a place for all those who love Him. And it's not just any place. It's an awesome place. You should know by now that when God does something, He does it well. The Bible speaks to several things about heaven, although we don't know a whole lot about it. There are several things that I can tell you that ought to get you fired up about heaven. The Bible says in Revelation 21, 17, that there is a wall that runs all the way around the New Jerusalem, which is the capital city of heaven. And it says that that wall is 216 feet high. That's pretty good. But remember also that, that the Bible says that that wall is made out of something that answers to the properties of solid diamond. Did you get that? There is a 216-foot high diamond running all the way around the New Jerusalem. And that city, New Jerusalem, the Bible tells us, is 1,500 miles long. It is 1,500 miles wide. And it is 1,500 miles high. Now, I think most of y'all know that I was a math major in college. So that's just a challenge to me. I had to multiply that out to see how much we're talking about. It equates to 3,375,000,000 cubic miles of the New Jerusalem. And understand, this is just the capital city of heaven. Now, let's break that down for a second. If each person in heaven were given a mansion that's 100 feet high, 100 feet long, and 100 feet wide, and that's a pretty good mansion, that's a 10,000 square foot mansion. If everyone was given something like that, it would still take 6,272,640,000 mansions just to fill up the first floor. Oh my word, what an awesome, and this is just the, the capital city. 
Now, when I was doing this, my wife interrupted me one day and she said, Bill, you've got to make sure that you put a place for flower beds. If you know her, you know she likes flower beds or water fountains and passageways. So if you put a hundred foot space between floors of those mansions and go up that 1500 miles, there would still be room for, and I don't know the term for it, so you'll just forgive me if I say zillion, there'd still be room for 1,942,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,